0: I have made a covenant with my eyes. How then could I gaze at a virgin? And what is the portion of God from above or the heritage of the Almighty from on high? Is it not calamity to the unjust and disaster to those who work iniquity? Does he not see my ways and number all my steps? If I have walked with falsehood and my foot has hastened after deceit, let him weigh me with accurate scales and let God know my integrity." If my step has turned from the way or my heart followed my eyes or if my spot has struck to my hands, let me sow and another eat and let my crops be uprooted. If my heart has been enticed by a woman or I have lurked at my neighbor's doorway, may my wife grind for another and let others kneel down over her, for that would be a lustful crime. Moreover, it would be an iniquity punishable by judges, for it would be fire that consumes to Abaddon and would uproot all my increase. If I have despised the claim of my male or female slaves when they filed a complaint against me, what then could I do when God arises? And when he calls me to account, what will I answer him? Did not he who made me in the womb make him in the same one fashion us in the womb? If I have kept the poor from their desire, if I have caused the eyes of the widow to fail or have eaten my morsel alone, or the orphan has not shared it. But from my youth he grew up with me as with a father, and from infancy I guided her. If I have seen anyone perish for lack of clothing, or that the needy had no covering, if his loins have not thanked me, or if he has not been warmed with the fleece of my sheep, if I have lifted up my hand against the orphan, because I saw I had support in the gate, let my shoulder fall from the socket." and my arm be broken off at the elbow. For calamity from God is a terror to me, and because of his majesty, I can do nothing. If I have put my confidence in gold and called fine gold by trust, if I have gloated because my wealth was great and because my hand had secured so much, if I have looked at the sun when it shone or the moon going in splendor and my heart became secretly enticed and my hand threw a kiss from my mouth, that too would have been an iniquity calling for judgment. For I have, I would have denied God above. Have I rejoiced at the extinction of my enemy, or exulted when evil befell him? No, I have not allowed my mouth to sin by asking for his life and a curse. Have the men of my tent not said, "Who can find one who has not been satisfied with his meat? The alien has not lodged outside." For I have opened my doors to the traveler. Have I covered my transgressions like Adam by hiding my iniquity in my bosom because I feared the great multitude and the contempt of families terrified me and kept silent and did not go out of doors? Oh, that I had no one to hear me. Behold, here is my signature. Let the Almighty answer me. And the indictment which my adversary has written, surely I would carry it on my shoulder. I would bind it to myself like a crown. I would declare to him the number of my steps. Like a prince, I would approach him. If my land cries out against me and its furrows weep together, if I have eaten its fruit without money or have caused its owners to lose their lives, let briars grow instead of wheat and stinkweed instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. I know oftentimes I've kind of felt the same in my life as as Job does right here. As he's been questioning and wondering why is it that all of this trouble is falling on him and he knows God is good and he knows God is just and he's just starting to think, well maybe maybe I've done something. Maybe there's something in my life that I've done wrong. This is when he really reaches that point of, wait, no I haven't and he starts throwing out almost this challenge um, with, with this attitude of just saying, look, if I've done anything wrong, then yes, I deserve judgment. And God is the one who judges. So if I have done anything wrong, then let him bring whatever consequence that I have coming to me on me. Now, God still... In nowhere in the Bible has God asked us or commanded us perfection. He never says that we are to be perfect. He understands and knows that we are fallen. He understands and knows that we, we miss the mark. So even Job, he knows, God knows that Job is not perfect. Yet Job is sitting here almost challenging God saying, if I'm not perfect then give me whatever consequence I have. Basically saying, take your mercy from me. Lift grace from me. And that's not God's heart. That's not what God's desire is. And we'll see soon as we continue to read through Job God's patience is going to kind of run thin with Job. And he's going to reach a point of just saying, that's enough. I've heard from you. And it's time you hear from me. So I know we've, I've felt that way before in my life to where I've thought, man, have I really done something wrong? Then, you know, let it be. But if not, why are these things happening? Well, God calls us to contentment. Now, first of all, as I said, he does not not call us to be perfect. He calls us to be diligent. He calls us to diligently seek and pursue perfection. But he knows that it's the effort that he wants. The results won't always line up. But he doesn't want us to fail in our effort. So with, with my life and the times that I've felt like Every I was doing everything right. Why in the world would I be, you know, three weeks or four weeks without a paycheck? Or why would all of these bills just be stacking up suddenly? Why? Why would it be, um, you know, maybe the mechanic, as well as a, uh, you know, three or four other things that just happened all at once that drew big bills why? If I'm doing anything wrong, God let me know. Otherwise, why am I doing? The problem is we're not content. He wants us to be content, being satisfied exactly with where we are. So even when we receive a smaller check or uh, less income than we anticipated, or bigger bills than we anticipated, or some kind of unexpected circumstance that we didn't anticipate. It's not God punishing us. It's not God saying, you're not perfect, therefore. But it's also not a result of our behavior. It's it's our heart. God cares about our heart. Many times whenever we get into a a uh, cycle or a season of prosperity, our heart just kind of turns from God. We start to look at self unless at God. And God takes the opportunity to draw us back to Him. And maybe the way that that happens is by that prosperity kind of taking a little bit of a backseat. While we remember to be content with what we've been given, instead of being um, upset at where God has short shortened what we have coming, we are not entitled to anything. And money is not our currency. Currency, the the currency of this world and this economy, is not the currency that we should really care about our currency is faith and I want to add to faith more faith and I'm only going to get that by diligently seeking him and continuing to grow in virtue and knowledge and brotherly love and those things that Peter talked about because as I continue to strengthen those areas and draw closer to God and continue to pursue him my faith increases. And that's where Job is starting to teeter. And he's challenging rather than being content. So Father, please help me that in my life, whenever I find a time that I'm not content, just please let me know that you've called me to contentment. And if I'm ever in a situation to where I'm not satisfied or happy with where I am for that day, then, um, and I welcome the reminder and give me the eyes to see and the ears to hear that when I'm falling short of the contentment that you desire me to have, that I can quickly recognize it and make it right. Because although tomorrow, I definitely want a better tomorrow than today, today you have me right where you want me to be. And so, even if it seems less than what I'm anticipating, it's, it makes no difference because I'm seeking you. And I want more of you because I know that you're gonna take care of everything. And you always have, and you always will. Father, just strengthen my contentment. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, Maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And, uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at org, and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with Wit Ministries. God bless.